This is Vanderbilt Business, a podcast about the students, faculty, and staff at Vanderbilt's own Graduate School of Management. Through our stories, we hope to give listeners a better picture of the people who shape our community here in Nashville and the world around us. For the majority of MBA students, summer is a time for internships. We've asked several first-year students about their internship journeys and how they got their positions. We'll check back on them at the end of the summer to get their thoughts on the experience. This week, we spotlight students concentrating in marketing. We talked with Christiana Newcomb, who's interning at Mars Pet Care, as well as James Northcutt, who's spending his summer with Mattel. Amanda Fend of the CMC conducted the interviews. One preemptive clarification. In their conversations with Amanda, Christiana and James mentioned National Black, which is a reference to the National Black MBA Association, a business organization serving black professionals. Each fall, the association puts on a conference and career exposition that attracts MBA students from around the country. Hello. Hi, Christiana. It's Amanda from the CMC. Hey, Amanda. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah. How's the summer been so far? Um, it's been awesome. I haven't started my internship yet. I start on Monday, June 5th, so I've had all of my off and um, I went to California, hung out with my family, um, went side fishing with my dad. So it's just been super relaxing and great so far. Oh, How about yours? awesome. It's been good. I, we miss you guys in the building. It's very um, quiet, too quiet here. So Yeah. No. Um, well, we'll be back soon enough, and then you'll probably yeah. wish it was summer. <laughs> no, we'll be happy. Um, so you start on Monday. That's awesome. Thank you for mm-hmm. taking time on the few days before to, to catch up. But um I'd love to just jump in, and obviously I know you, and we work together, but do you mind just sharing um, just a little bit about your background, kind of what you were doing before Owen, and how you got here to, to this point, Yeah, I guess. sure. Um, so I did my undergrad at Cal Poly, San Francisco, which is on the central coast of California, and I did a bachelor's in business as well and did marketing there, and so knew it was kind of already something I wanted to do, so... I went straight from there to work at a marketing advertising agency um, there in on the Central Coast and was there for about three years and kind of played around in some different roles. I did account management for most of the time, but also did some creative copywriting stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely when I came to Owen, I was looking to stay in marketing. I just wasn't sure what other opportunities were out there. Um, I was looking to get out of agency and try client side and see what that was like. Um, but it wasn't until I actually got to Owen and realized that there's all these different paths and um, career opportunities that I found brand management, and that kind of really suited what I was looking for because it had the marketing component, but then it also had more of this general business management piece of it that I really wanted to incorporate into my career moving forward and just kind of be more of a business person. So marketing background, going into brand management is what I'm doing right now. Awesome. Um so when you look back over the past year, which probably feels like a whirlwind, um, what what throughout the recruiting process, like was there an event, an event or a person or, um, you know, a, a company event? Is there anything that you did that was really impactful to you, um, kind of getting you to where you are today and getting you to your internship? There was a couple of things. I mean, it's I don't know if there was like any one thing, but kind of getting involved in as much as I can, as much as I could have at the time, I think really played out well in the end. Like uh, the first couple things that come to mind were our national blast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was hesitant on going to that. It, I think 
really it just forced me to start working on my resume and my cover letter really early on in the process so that I had had it ready to go and could continue polishing it throughout. But I think a lot of people who didn't go to that conference had the ability to kind of push that off and focus more on schoolwork. But then when recruiting came around, they were like kind of scrambling at the last minute to get all those things together. So having that all ready to go and then also just getting the interview practice at National Black, I didn't get any offers from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but and interviews are so different than your standard job interviews that I think it really just was eye-opening in terms of like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to be needing to do for the next couple months and um, help me get a feel for everything that was, you know, pretty low risk because it was preseason. So um, that was great. I think my peer coach was awesome last year. I really utilized like at least once a month, if not more, but she had done everything that I was literally doing, and so everything that she told me throughout the process was, like, spot on and um, helped me know what to expect. So that was great. I would highly recommend for people to use their peer coaches. Where do you – so I know you did National Black, so you were probably really busy preparing for that, but how would you say when you look back that you spent most of your time, do you feel like you were going to info sessions all the time or networking on your own? What – when you look back and you're probably doing a lot of everything, but was there something you really felt like was a big part of it? Yeah. The info sessions, definitely. Um, I mean, for me, I didn't come to Owen with a specific company in mind and I was really open to kind of exploring everything. So even if there was a company that I didn't know a ton about or wasn't sure that I wanted to work for, I would still go to the info session. And surprisingly, like a lot stood out to me that I never would have thought to work for. Like, for example, I remember Johnson & Johnson Vision Care. I was like, oh, I don't know if, like, contacts are really my thing. But I went to that info session, and I, like, loved the company and um, their culture and kind of everything that they were doing. And so I ended up applying for that role. So, yeah, I, I think it's, you can't lose by going to info sessions for sure. And if it's a company that you are interested in, then you get to know so much more about them and you have more talking points when you – to their representatives at like office hours and mm-hmm. um, it's also just networking opportunity so in both sessions for sure I put a big priority on those yeah something I've mm-hmm. heard a lot of students say especially in like brand management which you're doing is oh Mars pet care I don't have pets or I don't I don't like love pets so I wouldn't be a good fit for that um do <coughs> you have a pet and if not did that did you feel like that was hard for you in the process or was it like I just want to be a good marketer and this is a great opportunity yeah that's actually a really interesting question um so I do have a pet I have a cat and um, that I rescued from the Nashville Humane Society his name Aww. is Fox um <laughs> but <laughs> my mom is actually a veterinarian so I grew up like oh, pets yeah. everywhere works for her so super familiar with the pet scene um and going into mars i actually thought that that was going to be like a really big advantage for me and i brought it up like several times in the beginning when i was doing networking mm-hmm. and i was actually a little bit surprised by how um not important that was like i even had a couple mars people it doesn't really matter like it's good that you have a background of animals and that you love animals but like this is still a business position and like a marketing position and so you don't need to be a pet lover to um, be successful. Mm, I mean, that yeah. being said, Mars does have this awesome policy where you can take your dog to work, and so there are a lot of pet lovers in the building, but um, no, it's definitely not necessary. Yeah, no, that's really helpful. I, I didn't realize your mom is a veterinarian. That That's pretty cool, yeah. so at least you know what you're getting into. All the pets. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so what would you say 
just thinking back about recruiting, and I know it's so many highs and lows, besides getting the offer from Mars, of course, um, mm-hmm. what would you say was like the, the low point for you and what was the high point in addition to, to actually getting the offer? Mm. Um, well, I think the low point, this probably isn't just me. I'm sure a lot of my classmates would echo this, but the low point is just definitely getting the nose and the yes. Luckily, again, my care coach kind of prepared me for that and just warned me, you know, don't take it personally. You're not going to get every interview that you do. Um, it just doesn't work out that way. And even if you nail the interview, like, for example, I had this, I made it to final round interviews with E.M.J. Gallo, and they flew me all the way out there, and I, like, had four interviews, and I thought I'd nailed every single one. Um, looking back, I think it was my best series of interviews, and then I, I didn't get the offer. So it's, like, really easy to internalize that, I think, and and be like, oh, my God, I'm not good enough. But mm-hmm. it's really just the company is looking for something different than um, what you have, and that doesn't mean that what you have is inferior. It's just different so um yeah but I mean it takes a while to realize that and I think it does take a little bit of a toll so um, <laughs> yeah. it's stressful but it all works out in the end so yeah okay. no that's great actually that echoes exactly what um one of your classmates said so oh okay uh, yeah so I think that's probably a common I bet that's a theme for a lot of people is there anything knowing what you know now about how recruiting plays out is there anything you wish you'd done differently or that you didn't do and you wish you'd done whether it was you know before you got to ON or just during the process I don't know you know I'd say probably the only thing that I could have done better was I really like I think I almost over prepared for a lot of my interviews, and I know that maybe sounds like counterintuitive, but the interviews that I was less prepared for, either because I didn't have as much time because of school or whatever, and just kind of went into, I feel like I answered the questions more candidly, um, and mm-hmm. I just it kind of helped my personality come through better. Whereas when I over prepared and like over researched the company and had everything memorized. I was like scrambling in my head to try to remember all of the points that I wanted to say. Yeah. And that actually made being more difficult and um, made me seem probably maybe less natural. Okay. So yeah. I think there's a really fine line between like in the preparation scheme of things. Um, I think it's easy to underdo it, but I think it's just as easy to overdo it. So, and, it, and that is different for everybody, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I would have tried to just be more confident in, like, being able to come up with answers on the spot and doing research, obviously, but being comfortable walking in the room and not having everything so memorized. Yeah, that's, a, that's really good advice. I think people probably think it's like cramming, like, the longer, the more I study, the better I'll do. But that's a really yeah. important point because so much of it is getting to know you and what you're, you know, feeling authentic about your answers. Um, right, yeah, and if you've got everything memorized, you're not really leaving yourself any room for, like, those curveball questions that they're going to ask, mm-hmm. and then when one of those curveballs kind of freeze up, so, yeah. Yeah, that's great advice. Do you know, back to Mars, do you know a lot about what you're going to do this summer, or is it kind of like a surprise when you, when you get there Monday? I know a little bit, so I'm going to be working on Dry Cat. Oh, nice. um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure what brand yet. They have a couple of dry cat brands, but I'm a fan of all of them. So three projects. They're one of them is small, medium, and large. 
And one of them is um, Nielsen Analytics, so analyzing scanner data. Um, another one is an advertising and media buy. And then the third one is just business development and general strategy. So I don't know what size each one of those is yet, but I present all of them at the end, and that's kind of where it all culminates. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's awesome. So you, you actually have a pretty good idea of what you'll – you'll be doing. And are you excited to stay in Nashville for the summer? You probably will have a little more flexibility to go do stuff in the evening and weekends than when you're in school. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, There's a lot of Nashville that I haven't gotten to see yet, and my fiancé is here too, so we don't have to do the long-distance thing, which is nice. Well, thank you so much. That was so helpful, and I'm so excited you're going to be at Mars and, and Nashville this summer. So. I will, if it's okay with you, I'd love to check back in with you maybe in like July at some point when you've, mid-July, when you've kind of gotten a, a lot of weeks of the internship under your belt and just see how it's going. Is that okay? Yeah, that would be great. Hopefully future me is loving it and <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you will. I think you will. Um, okay, well, have a great weekend and good luck starting on Monday. All right. Thanks so much, Amanda. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Hey, James. Hey. It's Amanda from the CMC. Hey, Amanda. How are you? I'm good. I'm currently on a road trip across the U.S. to get to my internship. Oh, nice. Nice. So you're starting Monday, I assume? Yes, yeah, starting Monday, and I'm like halfway through my drive right now. I have nine hours ahead of me for today. Oh, wow. But Where are you right now? I'm in the middle of nowhere, Texas. There are a ton of oil rigs and uh, a lot of dudes in big trucks. <laughs> so uh, L.A. will be a little different, but... Yeah, um, I hope so. I know, obviously, I know you well, but do you mind for everyone else just, you know, walking through your background and kind of how you got here to this point? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I'll just start at the very beginning because uh, my background's kind of a little different. I have somewhat of an international story, um, so I grew up in Germany for about half of my childhood before I moved back to the States and lived in rural Tennessee for um, the rest of my childhood. Uh, so I've kind of experienced very two very different worlds, and uh, I took that and went to the University of Memphis for my undergrad degree um, and studied international business. Um, after going to school, I decided to start working at international paper and supply chain because I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I felt like it was a good way to learn about um, business in general and also get some good experience at a, a big corporation. Um, after three years there in a variety of supply chain roles from customer service to supply planning, I realized that it was totally not my style of job or industry, um, and I needed to do something different because uh, I just was, I knew I wasn't going to be fulfilled or feel like feel passion for the job. Uh, so I applied at Owen. And um, thinking that I would want to change into a career in marketing or consulting at the time, I didn't really know. Um, fortunately, got into Owen and started there last year. And um, I did concentrate in marketing and in consulting, but then I ended up really just focusing on marketing as far as the job was concerned. And I got 
my dream internship at Mattel in brand management. So I'm really stoked, and I'm on my way out there right now. Awesome. So paper to toys. That's a good. That's a good job. Pretty big transition. <laughs> So um, I know you focused on marketing and marketing recruiting, but was there something along the way at Owen during that process that really kind of was impactful for you in terms of focusing on Mattel or just made you say, I definitely want brand management, an event, a a person, a speaker? Yeah, I feel like in in general, just going to the information sessions was probably the, the most valuable thing for me, at least just to understand what I was what the options were, because um, I feel like you have a preconceived notion of what these different uh, new potential careers are, but you don't really understand it until you go to all those info sessions, and, and you have to get a good feel for the different companies uh, and, the, I guess, the kind of people that they are looking for. Um, so that was really good. And then also just going, yeah, going to the different uh, workshops that you guys hosted, like the um, whatever the – the different brand management, like the brand management symposium, is that what it was? Yes. I can't yep. remember, but mm-hmm. whenever those days were where you had speakers who had kind of gone through the same thing we did, but are now actually working in those jobs, that was really beneficial. And, and I did go to that for consulting as well, and that also kind of helped show me, like, uh, I don't think this is what I want to do. Right. And well, I'm, I'm glad those were helpful. We'll, we'll definitely keep doing those. Um, so I know you probably along the way did a lot of networking with second years with those alums you mentioned. What was that process of networking like? And I guess what was the hardest part or unexpected part about networking for you? So at first I got really stressed out about it because I felt like there's just unlimited amount of things you can do and people you can reach out to and companies to look at. Uh, so I think it was just like I was, the worst or hardest part was having so much, so many options. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But what really helped me with that was my peer coach, Emily. She, um, I kind of expressed my concerns to her, and she just showed me, like, okay, you should focus on, like, maybe reaching out to five people a week and, like, really try to narrow it down. And, and also going to the workshop, um, you guys kind of harped on, like, narrowing it down to a certain list of companies, and that also helped. Uh, but yeah, really focusing on just like, okay, this week I'm going to like send five emails to people and then follow up with them. And next week I'll do another five people. And uh, I guess just getting it organized is really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, now that you've been through the process, I know Emily was a great guide for you. What do you feel like was one of the biggest misconceptions, I guess, or things that you weren't expecting that you would share with, uh, when you get back in the fall that you'd be sharing with? first year's coming in. Yeah. Um, I guess just under, like, realizing you're just going to be really swamped. Like, people all told me, Mod 1, it's going to be really hard. But I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll treat it like a full-time job, and um, and that'll be easy. Like, I'll just work really hard, like, 8 to 5 or something, and that'll work out. But it doesn't really work that way. Like, you kind of have to always be doing something. Um, but it's, it's really manageable. It's just, I guess, Having the, having the expectation that you have a lot to do um, and also balancing the different, like managing, having all the schoolwork, but also remembering that recruitment is such an important part of why you're there and um, and just getting started early on that, I think is really important. Yeah, that's good. Well, actually speaking of that, was there anything you did last summer um, while you were getting ready to come yeah. to Owen that helped or didn't help? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, re- I took the 
like some kind of career assessment test that Brooke was kind of in charge of. Mm, career and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And after I took it, you know, he saw my results and we ended up having a call. And it was really cool because he gave me a list of like three or four um, recent graduates to speak to who had, um, were kind of either in industries that I was interested in or in uh, career fields that I was interested in. Uh, so that was a really good start. Also, it just gave me the chance to talk to them about their own experience and, um, and gave me more insight into, into what to expect and, uh, and hear about their journey to their present job. Um, so that was, I feel like that was really helpful. And also just, I felt a little more prepared going in and less like, or more knowledgeable of everything, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so you started networking early, so that's, that's great. Kind of. Yeah. I felt like I feel like I was already behind it, but um, I guess it was probably like just the right amount. I wouldn't say like stress yourself out over the summer and do a whole lot because in the end you get to school and um, and it all kind of unfolds there anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It makes for a busy mod one, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so thinking back over the the fall and the internship recruiting season, um, besides getting your offer with Mattel, which I saw you and that was definitely a high point. I know. Um, besides that, (laughs) what would you say was maybe like the lowest point for you in recruiting or the, and also the highest point in addition to getting your actual offer with Mattel? So I think, uh, probably like for most, the lowest point was rejection Mm, in general. Mm -hmm. Um, but specifically one that was just like kind of confusing and also low was the company that I was working with. And I, or advancing with, and I felt like I was doing really well with them and would hear back and even get an offer, but then I ended up not even hearing anything from them. So I was just, that was more just disappointing. Um, but yeah, I guess rejection in general is, is a low point. Uh, highest point was the excitement of like getting an interview and then actually doing well in one. Um, and even if that ended up not giving me a, an offer, like if, Still felt I still felt like a sense of accomplishment just getting the interview, and then um, if I felt like I did a good job answering, I could definitely tell that I was getting better throughout the whole process. Um, like my first interview probably did not go that well, <laughs> uh, but then I kind of you know you figure it out. You can you get down your story and figure out that it really does need to be short and not mm-hmm. super long and detailed. So yeah, just the learning process itself was also really. Uh, beneficial, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you just made me think of um, your time at your story, National Black, because I know you went to yeah. New Orleans. Um, what was that experience like? Maybe, at, maybe uh, in retrospect, it seems less less crazy. It but... was exhausting, and I and like at first I walked in and I felt really timid because you're just overwhelmed because there are all these companies and like thousands of other people just lining up and also like dressed perfectly and just like really put together looking and all of a sudden you feel like oh man my competition is way bigger than like just a few people for a a spot or two um so at first I was kind of intimidated but then after you it was also really good just to like get the nerves out and practice doing my um my uh story um because I felt like I was able to really perfect not perfect it but at least uh get it dialed down a lot better throughout the day um and actually end up getting, I did actually end up getting an interview and a really random offer uh, <laughs> that I didn't, that I didn't really take seriously. 
but it was a yeah, it was just really good practice. And I feel like it's always in a cool city, like it was in New Orleans, so that was fun. Yes. Uh, where is it this year? Do you know? It's in oh, uh, Philly. It? Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, so it's fun. Yeah, move so in your two years you can go to you can go to two cities. Yeah, hopefully I don't have to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll probably be going back to L.A. So um, speaking of Mattel, what just based on, I mean, obviously you went through the long process with them. What do you, do you know what you're going to be working on this summer? What part of the business? So I got a super random assignment. I did, in my, they had sent an email asking us, like, uh, for preference. Uh, and I did indicate that I was really interested in having a, a brand role. Um, just because that's, it kind of lends itself to the more global team. It, they all have these mm-hmm. global brand teams. Uh, so I feel like by getting that, I was positioning myself to then work more internationally. And um, that was really my main preference. But so as a result of that, I didn't necessarily get, like, my top choice for, um, for the toy. Mm-hmm. So I got this category that they call Girl Toy Box. Awesome. And I'm still not really sure what that is. <laughs> I oh, wait, is this, like, their new TV show that they have called Toy Box? But I think it's just, like, all the random little toys that aren't cool enough to have their own big brands like Barbie. Um, that's going to be, like, my thing, I the, guess. The underdog so, brands. The underdog brands. That's a really good way to yeah. put it. That's, how, that's what I've been calling from now on, yeah. That's cool. Uh, that's, what, that's what I'll be doing. It should be interesting. Oh, that's awesome. Um, what do you think, for you, the biggest challenge will be just – coming into like a completely different industry from what you were in, um, a different role. What do you think will be one of the biggest challenges? That's a really good question. I probably should have thought about that before driving out here. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. The thing that I'm like most not apprehensive about, but like I feel like it's just going to be a lot of work is really reestablishing a network and mm-hmm. um, meeting you know, however, 30 or 40 new interns and trying to form close relationships with them, but also at the same time, like, trying to meet with as many people as I can who work there full-time to learn from them. I feel like the learning part's going to be really fun and interesting, but it's, it's just a matter of, like, staying on top of the whole networking thing and, and really making sure that I reach out to as many people as possible and also maintain that contact. I think that's probably the trickiest part. Yeah, yeah, no, that will be, but... Luckily, you've done that once, at least once, by coming to Owen, so and you're yeah, pretty good exactly. at it. <laughs> I, got, I got good practice at Owen, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so about L.A., a little more exciting and imminent, um, what, is your, what are you most excited to do there? Um, I've always wanted to live by the beach, so I'm really excited that, that is become, that's becoming a reality yes. for me. Um, and I want to have... I mean, I've never surfed before. I've never even snowboarded or, or skied, but I'd love to have an L.A. day, you know, where you, like, do the <laughs> surfing in the morning, the skiing in the evening. Like, that would be pretty cool. See, yeah, uh, that's awesome. And, and just exploring the food culture. Uh, I've watched a little, like, Anthony Bourdain did an episode there on the best Mexican food, so I'm pretty excited to check some of those places off my list. Oh, that's awesome. And, and, I don't know. Just explore. I've never have, I've never hung out there much, so I'm excited to explore a new place. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm sure the Mexican food will be a little more yeah, exciting than the scene in Nashville, maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, but don't forget about Mas Tacos. That's I know. Good. That's true. That's true. 
Um, so I didn't want to leave everyone on a cliffhanger, and I asked you earlier about your trip in Ecuador, and it cut off right when you were getting to an exciting uh, story about what the the best thing you did there was. Do you mind telling that again? It, you started talking about oh, yeah. sharks in dark water. <laughs> yes. Uh, so when I was in the Galapagos, we had a couple of days of snorkeling, and on one of those days, we uh, took this boat out to a place called Kicker Rock, and it's just this giant uh, rock. Everything on the Galapagos is formed by volcanoes, so uh, it's just like this huge, beautiful rock in the middle of the ocean, and there it's like a place for all the sharks to go to sleep. Oh my God. Uh, hopefully, hopefully after they've eaten a huge meal and aren't hungry anymore. That's what, wow. the, that's what our guys told us. Um, that's so just what they tell tourists. <laughs> What's that? Is that just what they tell tourists? Right? That's <laughs> what I, I was worried about, but I did survive, so I feel like it was okay. But So we swam like through this little passageway between two of the main rocks on that island, and it was super dark, and we looked, we were just kind of snorkeling and looking down, and there were, uh, we saw like six spotted eagle rays, and three, like a Galap- two Galapagos sharks, and a black tip shark, I think. Um, wow. And it was just, it was kind of surreal, like, I'm, I'm deathly terrified of sharks, and I almost don't even want to learn how to surf in California, because I'm so scared. Yeah. But I swam with them, so. That's... So at least we've gotten one step closer. That's crazy. You went for most adventurous story post uh, post school pre internship I've heard so far. So, oh nice, that's I'm, awesome. I'm winning. Yeah. Um, well, thank yeah. you so much. I know you're driving and um, on your way to LA, so really appreciate you chatting. And if it's okay, I'd love yeah, to call no. you in a few weeks and kind of check in. I'm sure you'll be very deep into the into the summer and your internship, but would love to kind of see how it's going and how things are netting out. Is that okay? Yeah, for sure. That'd be great. Awesome. Well, thank you. Be safe driving, and uh, we'll talk to you when you're in L.A. All right. Thanks, Amanda. Have a good day. You too. Bye, James. Thanks to Christiana, James, and Amanda for their help this week. And thank you for listening. This is Vanderbilt Business is a production of Center Building Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Vanderbilt University or the Vanderbilt Elm Graduate School of Management. Music is provided by Mike Foster, and my name is Nate Luce.